Oh, so only one of us gets to sit backwards. Like I sat backwards so you can sit backwards. Okay. We were going to be boys together, but that's fine. Okay. okay. I don't hear this good. <laughs> I know, that's right? True. It's like watching HDTV. Yeah. Yeah, okay. This is how I feel when I look at HDTV. This is how you feel? The sound it's comes like into your weird. eyes? It's pretty good. I like it. So, welcome. Hello, how are you? Hi. Um, how's the day going? The day is going rather lovely. It's President's Day today. Yeah. Which president would you like to celebrate on this holiday? None of them. That's fair. All right, well, my name's Rowan. Welcome to the podcast. And I have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Holly. Here we are. Hello, Hello. friends of the podcast. I like tying in queer and query. Well, Linda gave us in query but the issue is I like that is that already a thing well i haven't seen if it's already a thing but linda gives inquiry but i'm kind of worried about using it because queer is a slur for people who are of the older queer generation uh-huh. oh i shouldn't the elder lgbtq plus generation in which culture American uh-huh. because of the hiv crisis yeah I don't really want to be unaccessible to people who. Kuka mahu. Kuka, as in kuka kuka, to just say. To kuka kuka is like. discuss. To discuss like an idea? Yeah. To like. really actively trade ideas. Welcome. Hello. Can I ask you what your pronouns are? Um, Can you tell me the whole story? Because somebody asked me this today, and I was like, I believe Holly uses he, but I, I like, think it's complex. I like he, him, his. You For like some it? reason, I always want to say he, him, her. Ooh, look at her. I'll take her as a pronoun, because it's just like him, a fact of being Mahu. Do you feel like Mahu is gender she, or sexuality? I'll take she as well. What about mother? Not by choice, but like... <laughs> When the mahoos are like, oh, she's fierce. Mm. Like, oh, look at her. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, she's sun nails. <laughs> no, it's still gendered because it's mahu. But it's general, right? It could be anyone. No. No? Because if they're using it to describe straight men, it's probably straight men in their life. Like once they know, yeah. or whatever. Who are super cool. <laughs> Do you feel like it's an insult if you're straight dude? Some men might consider it so. Okay. Like my brother would probably get nuts if I called him her. Yeah. Oh, he gets super nuts when I call him Nailani. <laughs> <laughs> because somewhere along the line. Lani became a feminine pre- uh, suffix. Suffix. 
Well, I was raised by Mahus. They get plenty Mahu friends. Why did they raise you? Judging by what they did with my nephews, I think they just kind of came in and took us. <laughs> <laughs> These are our <laughs> children now. What's good? Do you feel like you've learned how to be your best self? Um, is it is it still happening? Still getting there. Yeah, symbionts. I would have done that. Leaps and bounds, both kinds. Where growth is concerned. Okay, so there's some interesting things that I like to talk about on the podcast. One of them being gender. Mm-hmm. You use he, him, hers. I use they, them, theirs. I use he, him, his. <laughs> but I keep... It just sticks in my mind. Him, he, him, hers. That's fair. I mean, do you feel... What is your understanding of Mahu, though? Is it a gayness or a genderness? It's a gender. It is a gender. Gayness is just like a facet of it. You're in grad school. Yeah. How is that going for you? It's going on year five. Because you went straight. You didn't take any time off. Ooh, yeah. So yeah, I did. Are you excited to go into the real world, though? I'm so excited. I'm so excited to, like, just go home after work and not have to worry about any homework. What are you trying to do? Be a teacher? I'm going to have homework for the rest of my life, yeah. But I would like to have periods where I don't have to do the reading. Because you've already done the reading. Like, this year, I don't have to read for my class because I taught the exact same class last semester. I am so looking forward. Whenever it does happen. What else are you trying to do? Are you trying to be a teacher for the rest of your life? I don't know. I really don't know. I would like to be a professor at, you know, something like Hogwarts. <laughs> sure. So I'm not really on the in crowd on that. Hmm. <laughs> in the wizarding world? I think you have to be queer in some way to access your magic. Yeah, you gotta be fluid. You gotta be divine. What's your favorite part about grad school? Access to all the different resources that we have is a pretty fun one. You can learn a lot of really cool shit. And be very distracted from your thesis. Oh, yeah. You learn so much by not doing your thesis. Isn't that, in a way, becoming closer to your thesis? Because you've had to get all the distractions out of the way. Uh... Would you do it different? I would do it definitely different. I'd probably do a different program. I would have waited a year before jumping into it. Into grad school, like be done with BA before you did anything for your MA? Take a gap year. Oh, after high school? Yeah. Ooh. Where would you go? France? No, because France happened because I was in grad school. Thanks, grad school. Nothing like picking up a new language, just for the funds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always wanted to. Or you were already bilingual, trilingual. Bilingual. But you went to France. How was that? Uh, it was great. How many times have you been there? Twice. And you lived there. I lived before. there for a summer. And were you fully immersed? Sort of. We're supposed to be. I was predominantly immersed. 
but like the school part which was full immersion was just something that i wasn't ready for because i'm really good at tests so i tested into level four <laughs> not to brag this is how is how being really good at tests works against tell us you about it sometimes tell us about it i didn't mean to judge you Go there ahead. were seven levels i did not know what my placement meant because there were also seven of us the ones who had had French before were in like levels five, six, seven, and then everybody else. I was the only one who went with a semester of French under their belt. One semester. And everybody else had at least like one to two years. There were four people who got placed into level three. I'm just like, what does this mean? Because I know you? you know more French than I do. So you were in what level? Uh, I was in the very middle. Five? Four. Four. Yeah. So After one semester, so that's pretty high. And I was really excited about it at first, but it wasn't until like week three when I'm like, oh, I'm really in over my head because this lady is trying to explain the subjunctive and I don't know what that means. Help me! <laughs> Do you think being bilingual before you started your third language was helpful or more confusing? It had been 10 years since I started to pick up another language. So that in general was just like real, real, real difficult. To be like new at something again? Instead of to be like really good at something? It, that being new at something was refreshing but then I experienced having grown in different languages and being able to express myself highly in two different ones and then going into one where I'm coming in at like below preschool level <laughs> of communication <laughs> of toilet where yeah yeah. And that's what I have to express my completely adult feelings mm. in. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult. Well, that's what you get for studying languages, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, but it was really cool because I got to see, like, cultural linguistic perspective, like, counting. So, in French, they only count up to, like, 60, and then mm -hmm. after, it's like... It's like plus 20, plus 20, yeah, plus so 10, plus 20, 70 plus 10, 60 plus 20. 10, and then 80 is 420s, and right. it's somewhat similar to the Hawaiian way of counting, where we count in fours, and so you're just saying, like, 240s, or three 400s. Yeah, in like multiples. Twelve hundred. Yeah. The newness of numbers is just zero through sixty, and then everything else is just math for French. Do you consider yourself part of the queer community? I would, but then I meet other people whose like levels of queerness are above mine, and I just feel like I am not worthy. Vividly queer. You mean that hat doesn't just scream queer? That's a good point. I know, with your Gumby shirt on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say that my level of queerness is just, like, gay man. Okay. Do you feel like you're part of the community? 
I feel like I'm part of the brown queer community, which mm. has always known that we exist. So our perspective on it is different, and we're not labeling the particulars as much as everybody else does. You don't need that validation? No, like I don't need to say that I'm a non-binary. Like I don't have to make that distinction for clarity. Like people just know by looking at you the way you're going to be because that community has existed your entire memory. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a part of your being that you grew into and not something that you had to discover. Kind of, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I did have to discover a few things. <laughs> I mean, we all do. It's part of growing up, I think. But you don't feel like it's a soul-defining characteristic of your life? No. That's good. Okay. So you know how um, people announce their pronouns? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really go I, into meetings. I would much rather people announce... How you prefer to be aloha did? Oh, like if you want a handshake. I came into a room and I said, okay, we're going to have a secret handshake and that's going to be our salam and our goodbyes. Our, like, greetings and our farewells. Yeah. That would be preferable for you. Well, Wendy, can you tell me what you mean? Do I honey you like the kanaka way or do I Mm. honey you like the Hawaiian way or... Or what? Are, how are we shaking hands? Are we going down? Are we going like hands at the same level and just like curling around each other? Do we bump shoulders? Do we actually hug? Do we what? Pat each other on the back? Well, that's part of like getting to know people, right? I know, but it's just like because that's what you do when it's a fajine, is you just you honey. Yeah. And like, okay, we gotta judge on the culture of this person setting okay you have to know this literacies of all kind are important social cultural social real good if you want to be around people i think i'm having a similar issue and a friend said just go for it and i'm gonna follow you (laughs) and she's like if you want it just do it stop asking people what they want But I agree. I wish I knew better what people wanted. So that's why I've started doing secret handshakes with everyone. That's what I want. I think that's cool as fuck. (laughs) Hugging's lame. I like hugging. Even my friends, I'm like, "Mm -hmm. do I need to hug them? (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know why sometimes that just like completely turns me off. Not knowing. Just like, oh, I have to aloha you. Oh, it takes one second out of my fucking day <laughs> to aloha this person and then just... But you stress point. about it? I don't know why. Maybe it's the grad school. Maybe we gotta get out of grad school. No, I think it's just... <laughs> Is that a part of, like, Maybe globalized it's just me. culture? Do you think grad school would be easier if you... I think life would. Or less queer? (laughs) I think life would be less easier. I think life would be much easier if I were less queer. Or, um, you know, if we grew up a little bit 
more tolerant. So if the world was different, yeah. But not specifically grad school. This is just like a hardship you took on yourself. Yeah. So I've been reading some things. So you know how uh, men are like a dark blue and boys are like a baby blue pastel Mm -hmm. and women are red and girls are pink? I said that girls are like light pink. And women? Are like a brighter pink. Oh, like a... Okay, let's see. I want there to be red in there somewhere. Do you think... I can be red. You can be red. (laughs) I don't personally want to be red. I want to be orange. Okay. But we were talking about how if you're genderqueer in any way, you are purple in the center of blue and pink. Like purple. Do you feel that you're a shade of purple, or do you think there's more shades of gender the same way there's more shades of colors in the world? I would like to be a shade of purple. You'd like to be a shade of purple? Yes. Is gender in Hawaiian purple, then? Or is Mahu, like, part of a bigger spectrum? It's something that has to be replicated through, like, natural dyeing. That's the color that I'm associating it with. But it's the color that we got from charcoal. To me, is like royalty. Purple is royalty. Magic would be more oh. of like an aubergine. So that's the color of Mahu. Is this weird purple? Mm-hmm. By weird, I mean just light. That's just like if I imagine the word Mahu, that is what the text color is. Kiuki. Kukanene? Yeah, the uki color. Oh, this is like a full spectrum. That's really fucking cool. Got a full spectrum of Hawaiian colors with natural dye. That's nice. But is your Hawaiian understanding different? Like the gender spectrum, color spectrum? Do you feel like the pink blue is a Western ideal? Yes. <laughs> what color are wahine? So wahine, their color is usually yellow, according mm-hmm. to what we were taught. Yellow oh. is a, it's the color of mo'o, it's the color of olano. The heiau, before they could be opened for ritual, had to be cleaned by wahine. So part of what they would use to clean the heiau is the olano. They would mix it in with salt water and just like wash the thing down. The heiau were where male ceremony took place and funny enough was that when they would dress the gods in their models, the models had to stretch from stretch from the ki'i all the way into the women's house which was in the front of the hail. Even in male specific areas, women had the role that they took on. So women are yellow because they do a lot of yellow things. I mean wahine. Um sort of yes. Yeah. In the same way that like women do pink things, I guess. They don't really do them, but mm-hmm. it's just a a cultural understanding 
Um, and then men are red. They're red? Yes. No other male element is could be considered red. In the Aikapu, red fish were kapu to men. Women couldn't eat it. They had to eat some other kind of fish? Mm-hmm. So, like, no ahi. But that's good. Yeah. That's the thing. So, red, because it's the color of blood, was the symbol of Ku, who is the god of war and politics. What about Mahu? Do they have a color? Not that I have been taught. Interesting. I would say it would be yellow because yellow is the color of the mo'o. And it's like mostly mo'o vahine rather than like giant lizuri kane. Because mo'os are mahu. I would say that. Okay, so I did this art project which I represented kane as red. Okay. Like a rust color. Red is the color of Ku, who is the god of war and politics, is one of his forms. Um, he is also the masculine side of the coin. And then Hina is the feminine side. Hina is the goddess of the moon. She is the moon itself, moonlight. Yeah, but I used yellow to represent Fahine because that is the mo'o aspect, which are. So you don't go into a pool in Hawaii if the vegetation around is yellow, especially the tea leaves. It's drinking that water and getting dead. Maybe that's where it comes from, but it's a sign that a mo'o is there, a mo'o hine, most likely, and she's gonna eat you. I don't wanna get eaten. She's in the pond? She's dragged down. Oh no. And nobody's ever gonna find your body. (sighs) No thank you, I would at least like my body to be recovered. And I represented the feminine with yellow. Also, because that's what the Olano was used to scrub the hail by the Vahine, mm. so that no ceremony could take place. In during which the Malo of Ku, which was dyed red, was wrapped on the, the cloth. Mm. So the middle of your your spectrum's like a red yellow spectrum. Yeah. And the and middle then the of is just like different. Oh, it's completely different gender. Yeah, it's not it's Is there an opposite? So male and female are like opposite. Different. On the same gender scale. They contrast each other nicely. Mm. Does Mahu have a contrast? I don't think so. Maybe. Hmm. Genderless? Genderless! Oh, it's genderless? Yeah. I would think. Mm. Because... A gender? We wouldn't have a set of three. 
ideally, as uh, as it would have been handed down by the cupola, we would not have a set of three. Yeah, like in Hedwig's, the angry inch, the earth, the sun, and the moon. Trinities are really European. Our number is four. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't there be? So there's always like a duality. Mm-hmm. Like, Oka, okay. Just like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Do you think having connection to your heritage? Do you feel less lost than other queer people? When your role and the perception of you is defined by the community, it's quite clear. And when they respect you, it is also very that much more clear to yourself. Like, oh, what's expected of you? How are we going to work throughout this shit? Like, Amahu will understand the setting that they're in by how the people greet them. So if and it's not just like the setting it's also relationship specific so if your brother gives you aloha with the aloha lima like handshake kind of stuff and the pat on the back then that's the kind of relationship that you get if brother man honing you on the cheek like he does with every other bahine then that's into that role mm. and then same thing with the with the teas the teeters Oh, the titas? Yeah. Usually you're going to be honey, chara. But then sometimes you get your sisters who's your brothers and you just man up when you allow each other. That really dictates. Helps define the defines, space. Defines, yeah. Set the roles <clears throat> clear. Yeah, I've talked to some other people who are like, I, my gender depends on who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that often, at least for me, when I talk to people, they're like, why is it like that? I was like, that's just how it is. Yeah. And that's something that, like, is quite Hawaii-specific, Hawaii-cultural-specific. Mm. I guess for me, setting the, the boundaries of what, how the relationship is going to work within the first exchange. I don't know, but I'm not from Hawaii, so. Yeah. And I definitely have had that feeling before I moved here. But, you know, you always get the, the weird looks when you try to go honey somebody and it's like wait what excuse me this mm-hmm. is my personal space like, okay sorry forgot about personal space that the idea of personal space is different depending on where you're from and i feel my personal space bubble grows and shrinks with my comfort level yeah like this <laughs> since we're not in school it's fine but there are days when i'm like no don't touch me thank you so much you're welcome you're not respecting your space. How do you find queer friends? So how do you find queer friends? I don't know. They find me. I found you. Well, yeah. Jordan found us both, I guess. I want to ask you about my <coughs> voice. Is my voice always this low? I feel like it gets lower when you talk to Chicago people. But it's kind of high when I talk to you. That's upwardly mobile. That's what Vocal it sounds creek. like when you're on the phone. I don't know. Your Chicago shit just... It just it, fell out. Low. She drops it Thank real low. Thank goodness. Um, do you have any mentors? In gayness? I mean, it can be in gayness. It can just be, like, normal. Or like Yeah, <clears throat> Antiwadi, who was my um, real woman speech in ninth grade. 
You did a real woman speech? Yeah, we had to. That was the uh, prompt for the speech one in speech one class. Did you become a woman for that speech? No. <laughs> I'm confused. The prompt is to pick a... Oh. Yeah, let me be a real woman by coming in I drag. don't... So the prompt was to pick a woman from your life and speak about them. So she laughed. After the fact, when she read my speech, she laughed at me telling everybody that she was gay. I that also was funny. didn't think that that would go over so well. But nobody cared. Nobody cared. Yeah, nobody cares. The people that do care need to mind their business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just born. I got born when I was like 26, so I can't even talk about knowing things when I was 16. I guess some people are born earlier than that, though. Have you been alive your whole life? No. When were you born, do you think? Define birth. Being like, oh, that is what I am. Seeing a gender fluid person and being like, oh, that is what I am. That is the missing piece to the puzzle of like leveling up. And like doing things because they make me feel good or because they make me feel a certain way, empowered in or myself. Did you have uh, an awakening in that sense? In that sense, I feel like I'm still in gestation. Okay. A little cocoon. I've gone through periods of self-realization and then realizing that like things have changed and mm-hmm. that I'm in a different stage the world is not what I thought it was and then it happens again and again <laughs> and again I'm just like when am I going to be sufficiently prepared for taking this on never I don't think I think you yet. come to things before you're ready and you grow into the readiness Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready for it, you're done with it. Do you think any of this makes sense? I don't know. I don't either, because... It's the philosophy, though. Philosophy doesn't really make sense. Okay. Queer theory? I'm not claiming that this is queer theory. <laughs> <laughs> I know it already exists. There's a queer theory somewhere. I feel like everyone kind of settles down uh-huh. and just stays at home. Yeah. And I'm not there yet. And I just feel sad. I don't want to be settled at my house with, like, my three kids and a dude. Although, I'm probably going to marry a wife. We'll see. Maybe I'll have one of each. For safety. Mm-hmm. Security. You gotta pick which one, though, is going to be the legal. Maybe neither of them will be legal. Huh? For equality purposes. Okay. I mean, I'd like to marry someone who has a butt ton of money. Yeah, so make the rich one the legal one. Yeah, why not? I'm not a misogynist. No, wait, that's not the right word. Monogamist. I am pretty misogynistic in some ways. But I think that's partially learned. And it all comes from, like, the little boy who used to... Who Mm. wanted to dress up as fucking Snow White for Halloween. And then now looking back on those and... That being the thing, like, oh, I'm never gonna tell people that. Why? Don't you feel like that's part of your identity? Um, it's or a you're... part of the embarrassing identity that I get shit for. So you don't want any part of that identity? That doesn't feel like being true to yourself? Uh... Like, you feel like the, what you've chosen to be right now 
is. I feel like if I went through that, that would be a lot of self-discovery, and it would be great. And also, that seems like a lot of work that I'm just not gonna do. I'm too fucking lazy for that. See, and I've I had think enough trauma. Thank you. Being in school kind of keeps that from happening. Of I feel like I'm, I regress into femaleness while I'm in school, because it's just easier. I know mm-hmm. how to do it. It involves less energy. Where do you want to be in 10 years? A right state of mind, having... Being a flight attendant would be cool, but it would be really hard to have a family. Let's see, in 2028, I will be turning 36. It would be nice to have a kid, because I don't want to be like fucking 38 and then having a kid. I would like to get married. In 10 years, or, like, be already married by then? Within 10 years, have that have happened already. It would be nice. The goals <laughs> are get hitched, have a child. Just one. Let's start with one. You think you're going to be close to your parents? I would like to. I would like for them to still be alive in 10 years. Is that a worry you have? Yeah, my dad's gonna be like 80 in 10 years. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Okay, so you're trying to get married. You're trying to have one potentially plus children. You want mom and dad to be there. I would like them to be. That's amazing. Me too. I want them to raise my child. (laughs) I would like to do the raising of the child. They can just do the summers. I just want them to be, like, there, in the picture, somehow, because I don't think I'm going to speak English to my children. Oh, yeah, for sure. They have to get English from someone. (laughs) I've thought about that. If me and this one do the thing and end up with potentially one and a half babies, then he's going to speak French to them. Mm -hmm. I told him, I'm going to speak Hawaiian to them because... Even though he thinks I should reinforce the English to them, no. It means much more to me that my kids connect with my culture. And also, I need a language to bitch about him with the kids. I don't know if that's healthy, but yes. I don't know if I want to involve my children in anything. I want them to like have a rosy upbringing. I don't want them to know anything about being poor or... I feel like there's plenty of time we're, to learn how shitty the world is. We gonna we gonna learn some shit. Like <laughs> they wanna get all high mocks about like what they get. Mm. Garen's we shopping and fucking <laughs> Goodwill or Ross. Well, Ross I mean you have to take that shit. into yeah. account, right? Um the cultural divide and the The food thing, like wasting food on not gonna tolerate that. Who wastes food? Your roommates, your ex roommates. They always gave me leftovers though. They're like, nobody else is gonna eat it. I was like, eating. <laughs> eating that. I mean, because we never really knew what hunger was. Only for like specific times when we just came back from the trip and mom and dad had warned us, okay, you're hungry because no more food at home. Mm hmm. And then, of course, we just came off the plane. We just ate on the plane. So now we're not fucking hungry. Mm. Three hours later. Uh, and then you open the door to the fridge. 
and no more nothing. Get baking soda and water. And maybe one half chunk seven up from money before we left. And oh. that's it. And that's some people's reality that these little bitches are going to be conscious of. Mm-hmm. So no food wasting. For your own children, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I want also that my children do fucking chores. Some of the people I go to graduate school with have never taken out the trash in their life, and it shows. And I'm like, what? It's plastic. It's not even, like, gross garbage. What are you doing? It just makes me upset. And I'm like, I really hope we get some humble sit-down situation. Well, we're going to be, um, they're going to be learning to do the laundry and iron their own fucking clothes because I had that done for me way oh, too long I don't iron my clothes for that exact reason <laughs> I'm like nope can't do it today too hot so children a job a house the American dream yeah. 10 years from now oh my god you know what I would like in 10 years yeah, is for there not to be a civil war have broken out that we have gotten past this bullshit that it, I'm trying to fucking, like, live abroad for a bit, so please do not plunge America where I have to go through to get home into a bunch of shit. So, um, do you think Hawaii will be sovereign by the time there's a civil war? Oh, God. I... There is presence of... There is a huge American military presence. Like... Well, how are you feeling? Thanks for your time. You're welcome for my time. <laughs> Is there anything you want to tell the queers at home? Thanks for tuning in. You're uh, welcome. Each, you didn't tune in. I'm not thanking you. This I tuned into the vibrations. Alright, well, thanks for tuning in. You're welcome. Thank you. Actually, we just had our two-year anniversary, everybody. Oh. Get ready. I don't know what we're gonna do. Something experiential, because neither of us need more shit. Alright, sleep well. Eat pancakes. I like that. through three episodes of Inquiry, the podcast. Does that mean you love us? Don't worry. I know feelings are hard to communicate. So let me help you out. If you've been enjoying listening to Inquiry, like, favorite, and rate us on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to drop us a line with comments, suggestions, accolades or stories you can email us at inquirythepodcast at gmail.com if you would like to support us consider becoming a patron you can help bring more queer content like this to your earbuds by pledging a one-time or a monthly donation find us at patreon.com slash i-n-q-u-e-e-r-i-e We appreciate you sitting with us, 
any and all support is welcome with open arms. But if you're a grad student like us, we understand the struggle, and we hope that Inquiry is doing a little to help you get through the week. See you on the next episode. Inquiry. Inquiry, where we ask questions about... It's just uh, part of being multilingual, just mixes of it. What? (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. So rude. I'm trying to record. Everyone be silent.